Hi, Booze and Buffy listeners. Harrison here. Before we get started on this episode, I just wanted to let you all know before you get into it, we had a little bit of mic trouble this week uh, that we didn't really discover until we were mid th- midway through recording our episode. So the sound is a little funky, especially on my audio for the first part of this episode. Our apologies. We are working on getting that fixed for next week. So otherwise, please enjoy this episode. Bye. Previously on Booze and Buffy. I can't. Like, why buy the costume? If you're going to get that generic ghost costume, just like, go make buy it. Like, make it. Yeah. yeah. Um, and it says boo. boo. On it. Oh, my God. <laughs> it's ridiculous. Um, but she does look super cute when she puts it on. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's a crop top. Um, and, uh, like, a leather mini skirt. Uh, no middle. And damn. Can we talk for a second about Allison Hannigan's abs? Oh, yeah. They've been waiting all season. Like, <laughs> oh, damn. Joyce is getting boozed up, belly shots. BDSM. Uh, it's a gallery. No, I am. Yes. I. I yes. You, you, Joyce was getting spanked. No. You know that's in season Joyce four. Joyce was spanking. She spanks. <laughs> she is the one who spanks. Hello, I'm Harrison, and I'm here with Tyler. Welcome to Booze and Buffy. We are watching and discussing every episode of Buffy the Vampire Slayer. One by one no spoilers because this is my first time watching the show and i don't know i feel like i kind of had a different reaction to it than i thought i would <laughs> like it was, a, it was a little well this episode's a little triggering i don't know i'll talk about that later okay um i this is not my first time watching the show i have lost count so mm. we'll just leave it at, at that yeah so we're watching season two, episode seven, Lie to Me, right? Yes. And that is written and directed by Joss Wheaton. And this episode originally aired on November 3rd, 1997. Yes. This is the one where Buffy's old friend from L.A. comes to town and tries to fuck some shit up. Yeah. Yeah. All right. And Buffy, what will we see? Buffy, what will we drink? Bourbon, wine, what will we think? Harrison's seen it all. Fuck yeah. And Tyler hasn't. What vocab words will we learn that again? Slay. What vocab words will we learn that again? Yes. What is on the gay agenda for today? Outfits. What is on the gay agenda for today? Angel. It's Booze and Buffy. Hey, Tyler. What's up? What are you drinking? Oh, um, what am I drinking? A martini? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, it's a gin martini. Okay. And you're drinking... Yours is with an olive. Mm. I'm, I'm not. I, I'm also drinking a gin martini. Oops, oops. But I don't... You're not an olive guy. I don't like olives. And we didn't really have any other... Um, uh, uh, fucking hell. Garnishes. Garnishes. Thank there you. you. Go. Um, usually I would put a, a twist of uh, lemon, but not this week. <laughs> um, so just plain ass martini. Um, but I like a plain ass martini. It tastes good. Um, so shall we shall we do a toast? Yeah, yeah. All right. 
that you. Yes. So, around to the best, may we never get less. Around to the worst, may they die of thirst. <laughs> Cheers. Cheers. Oh, we got a good clink That's noise really this time. Nice. Oh. Satisfying. Hi. You know how uh, Angelica's good... like, you will never be satisfied. Mm. I was just satisfied. Satisfied. All right, so why don't we just dive into Lie to Me? Um, okay. So this episode starts in a park at night. Right. With a little exposition child who sits on the little thing and he goes, Mom, you're always late. Okay, and we don't have so many of these, so I need to point them out when I can. Okay. Uh, like 90s, like visual effects kind of moments, like just production. Like the lighting in this episode is like weird as fuck. It is weird. There's so many like half shadows. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Spaces. Mm-hmm. Maybe to show duplicity. That was one of them that I was just like, okay, first of all, what's going on? So this kid is just like, what's he saying? Mom, always late. <laughs> <laughs> so Angel intervenes. Yeah. Well, Drusilla comes up to the kid. And she's like talking in verse, which apparently vampires do now. She is being so fucking creepy. If I were that kid, she literally says to him mm. after her weird rhyme about the uh, she says "run and catch, run and catch." The lamb is caught in the blackberry patch. <sighs> then she's like, "What will your mommy say when they find your body?" Do you know what I would do if someone said that to me? What? Leave. So why does Drusilla have an accent and Angel does it if they grew up together? So, okay. So this is getting a little ahead of okay. where we are. Okay, you don't are, have to answer that no, no, question. I will, because it's not really a spoiler. Okay. I'm just we like, how the get, fuck are oh, you guys in the same timeline? We're going to get flashbacks okay. to Angel's past, where okay. he does have an Irish accent. Okay. And let me just, well, I'm just going to say this as kindly as I can. Oh, yeah. Um, He's not good at it. That's not a skill that is in David Boreanaz's well, it's not, uh, it's not Sarah Michelle Gellar's either, <laughs> yeah. um, as we discovered last week. Yeah. So I think part of it is just that um, he, he couldn't do it. Also, he's been he's been in America for a right, 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 he right. Lost the accent, whereas he was a pilgrim or something. Yeah, we know that um, Drusilla and Spike have been in England or in Europe recently. Right, right, right. Prom, okay. So I, I would say they've just been spending more time in Europe and haven't lost the accents. And they've been around each other, so that's, okay. I would say, is another reason. But I'm also just going to say David Boreanaz couldn't fucking do it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Okay. Um, I'm actually really excited to get to some of those episodes where he has to do his Irish accent because it's, it's an entertaining time. Totally. Okay. So, um, so, yeah, so basically she threatens to kill this kid. He's not picking up on her sledgehammer hints. But as you said, Angel gets in there. He's like, run home. Which finally this kid's like, okay. Um, kids deserve to be eating. But then she's like flirting with him. She's got him alone. And like, she's not supposed to be out. Mm-hmm. She's under she's watch. Weak. She's weak. She speaks in verse. Um, and from Buffy's perspective, it looks like they're like kissing or something. Yes. So that scene ends. Buffy's on a rooftop. Well, Angel tells 
Oh, right. We have, um, he, basically, Angel tells her, get out of town. And he's, like, threatening her, and she's like, you wouldn't dare. Yeah. But she doesn't. I mean, he probably could have killed her Okay. then. Right. But he doesn't. He wouldn't. He would No, I agree. He wouldn't. I think he, as we learn later, I think he feels a lot of guilt about yeah around Drusilla. Um, he's fucked up, man. Yeah, he, he's brilliant. so. The next day, we're at mm-hmm. school. Um, we get Jenny uh, and Giles are planning a date. Mm. They Jenny won't tell him where they're going. Right. He. Does not care for that. She throws some shade at him. She's like, mm. she's like, he's like, uh, what, do I, what, what should I wear? She was like, do you have anything else? <laughs> it's it's a great line. And she she says it with just enough like smirk and sweetness. Like like yeah, it was undetectable. Yeah, and he's he he likes it. I feel like the first first watch, I didn't catch that. Yeah, he definitely is into when she says like he's like, yeah. and he, when he says um. Uh, he says, like, oh, I'll put myself into your hands. Or, mm-hmm. And she goes, sounds like fun. <laughs> she is flirt heavy in the scene. They are in a school mm-hmm. surrounded by their students yeah. in a probes. In class, mm-hmm. Cordelia is throwing out some whiz dumb. Oh, my God. What are they reading? So they're talking about um, Henry the... They're talking about whoever was married to Marie Antoinette. Right, right, right. And um, Cordelia is like... Henry the whatever. (laughs) uh, Henry's like, I don't see why everyone's being so hard on Marie Antoinette. She's going to let them have cake. (laughs) And this is her only scene in the episode. She's not in the rest of the episode. She milks it. She does. Oh my god, she has like four lines. And they're going... And Xander's just sitting there like staring at her like... Oh yeah. What the fuck? He's Mm -hmm. so perplexed. While that's happening... um, Buffy and Willow are passing a note mm. discussing what Buffy saw last night. Um, okay. Did you ever pass notes in class? Okay. Yeah. Did you ever take your big-ass piece of paper, mm-hmm. fold it in half once, and just blatantly reach across the desk? No. No, You're like, about that, that whole shit. scene, that's what I was thinking. I was like, they're going to get caught. Right? Like, they're <laughs> not being cool about it. Like, clearly... <laughs> I don't know how, how much time y'all have spent in, like, an actual school, right. because, like... <laughs> they were all young actors. They got tutored on set. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. <laughs> I was, like... And I do appreciate, though, that, that that scene could have easily have just been, like, dialogue between Buffy and Willow. I like yeah. that they did something different to get that information out there while yeah. giving Cordelia just it's in the background. a beautiful moment. It also, like suspends how long before Xander knows. Yeah. It's kind of like, it, it excludes him for a moment. Which I like. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I... It's like, hey, hey. I want to point out something. Well, you the, pointed it out. The next scene? <laughs> in the hallway with the all the... Sh- no. Oh, yeah. So before we get to the hallway, I want to talk about Buffy's hair. The zigzag part. The zigzag part. This is a 90s moment. Oh, my God. Like, do you remember that thing they would sell? It was on like TV. You could like buy it with like you know three installments of five ninety nine, and to, to as seen on TV, yeah, it was like a zigzag part, or you could get like a swirly part, or I you could get like a like that. Lego bro- block looking part. But why? It, it, it was the nineties. You could buy it on TV. <laughs> it's so. It's such a. 
Do you remember all the different types of yeah. currency they would take that they would list? You yes. know, they would be like money order or you can mail to blah blah blah. Or twenty <laughs> Japanese yen. Yeah, it was like I there was a Power Rangers like box set. It was like a box you could mm. order of and it was like Power Rangers like VHS tapes and toys and all this Power Ranger like paraphernalia. Mm. And I begged my mom for it. And she finally was like, yeah, okay, I'll buy it. And then weeks, weeks, weeks went by mm. and it never came. I kept being like, mom, where is it? Wait, they're supposed to send it. And finally she was like, okay, I'll call. And she, um, quote unquote, called them and was like, and came back. She's like, oh, it got lost. Sorry. She's not going to get it. And I fucking believed that bitch. <laughs> I fucking believed that bitch who never ordered it in the first place. <laughs> and I thought that was it. I was like, yeah. That makes sense. It got lost. Like that's it. Can't can't send me another one. I'm still kind of kind of bitter. Kind of bitter about that. I could tell. Um. So in the hallway, mm. Xander and Willow fill Buffy or Willow and Buffy fill Xander in on the mysterious woman, and Xander says something. Oh. So gross. He's happy, or he he. he- that gives him a happy. Gives him a happy that Angel has done something bad. What does that mean? I cannot think of anything other, other than, than boner. Yeah. Okay. Like, that, what else could that give me a happy? Ew. Even if it doesn't, if, even if he didn't mean it's giving me a boner, even if he's just, it's a weird way of saying that makes me happy, it's gross and you shouldn't say it. Yeah. Because it makes you think of boners. Uh, boner, boner, boner. Uh. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> wow. No, I just got so upset about boners. I'm usually really. But th- about there's them. like three more like really weird well, like. There's gonna be some masturbation jokes, yeah. Yeah, like this whole scene is just kind of like that. I was like, what the fuck? So. I, <laughs> like at first, yeah. like the first one, I was kind of like, eh, that kind of sounds like he. That's they could have picked a better word. And then like the scene continues, and there's like just more of that. <laughs> and I was just like, hold up. Like, what is going on here? At least the other ones are funny. And yeah, so, yeah. Like, it, the whole scene was actually, like, dick jokes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Here's to dick jokes. <laughs> Cheers. Cheers. So, they go to the little student lounge area, and uh, a young man... Makes a joke about apple juice and Oreos. <laughs> She probably grew out of that. <laughs> Weirdest <laughs> line in the whole so thing. Strange. And she's like, she seems to recognize his voice before he even she even sees it. She's like, she like. And I clocked this right like, away. That he was a bad dude. Well, no, his makeup is weird. Yeah. Like he has like a sunburn or something they're covering up. They only put foundation on his face and like his neck is just like a whole different color. Yeah. And then with the whole like nineties lighting, especially in the end, it's like 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 in the last scene he looks like yellow and purple. Yeah. In that lighting. He's like two different colors. Is 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 weird. Yeah. Yeah. The the makeup job was not the best. Um, but no, when we first watched the episode too, though, the second he appeared and like Buffy was like, "This is my old friend from LA," you were like, "He's a bad dude." <laughs> <laughs> Which I like that the episode does not try to hide that. Well, we get to the. Point I just quickly. figured he was a vampire. Yes, I actually have that in my notes somewhere. I have the um, 
you had a progression of, of like things I thought he was. Like what what, what did I say? So your first one was that he was a vampire. That okay. was your first guess. Okay. And then when he went to the um club. To the Sunset Club, okay. you thought uh you said maybe they were vampire hunters. Okay. And then we got a little further into the scene. Well, it becomes more clear. Yeah, and you were like, oh, they're vampire impersonators. And then finally you settled on, like, vampire wannabes. And I was like, yeah. Oh, my God. No, it was a good progression, though. As you got more information, you were like... I feel like there's a better way to say that, though. Like, uh, vam... What? I think wannabe is great. Like, I I think it has all the implications you need. That they are... You know, wannabe kind of has that implication of being kind of a loser. I don't know. Just, like, there are people who actually do that. I don't know. Wannabe vampires? Yeah. I don't want to disparage anyone's. I, I feel like I know some people. That's why I'm like I'm hesitant to like <laughs> yeah, completely like, write it off. You know, like I guess as long or at least how I talk about it, right? Yeah, I guess to me as long as it's not hurting. I want to know like how to say that. If you know, <laughs> let us know. We don't want to yuck on your yum. Yeah. But as long as and I guess as long as you're not biting people. Well, and I feel like their consent. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> biting can be fun. I maybe I don't know. <laughs> Anyway, this is a tangent. Uh, that's what I'm just saying. I was like, is, how do is I it a say sexual that? thing? I, maybe it can be. I think okay. they can like it can be like just like off of like personal vibes. Like you get energy from people, or like you get energy from like sex, or you get energy from like I usually have blood. Energy after sex, but I remember the one from blood was like sanguinous uh-huh. or something like that. Yeah. Well, that means. Yeah, but I don't remember what the other ones were called. Interesting. That's why I was just like, I was, I'm hesitant to be like, eh. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Well, yeah. Fuck them. Fuck them. But. Go vampires, fuck Nazis. <laughs> That's a t shirt. <laughs> or it's like, fuck don't vampires. Fuck up. Nazis. Yeah, it's like, you fuck a vampire and Nazis have to go. That's not as catchy, though. Not. Yeah, you said it's a song, man. Um, fuck up and Nazi. Don't. <laughs> so we learned that they were uh, Buffy and Ford or friends in uh, L.A. Yeah. And she had a big crush on him. Okay. And he would not give her the time of day. And every night. He was in would... fifth grade and she was in fourth grade. Or sixth grade and Six, fifth grade. Yeah. Mm. And she would sit at home at night and mope while listening to the divinal song, I Touch Myself. Of course. Second masturbation reference in the scene. She has no she had no idea what the song was about. Yes. And ever, And then the long form joke starts here. Yeah. Like I do like Willow's arc in this scene starts at this point. I do like that everyone else is like, of course, of course you didn't know what it meant. Yeah, we're all gonna we all believe you, Bobby. Mm-hmm. Uh, except Willow, who's just She's like, playing cool. Um so we find out that Ford's dad got transferred to Sunnydale, so mm-hmm. he goes to school with him. So she decides she takes him to the like administration office to do whatever. To get registered for classes. Yeah. So it's assumed he's in classes. Right? This is though the moment where Buffy Willow has she has her realization. Xander's complaining about what? Ford and in the background. <laughs> Willow is is reenacting the white woman uh, doing math meme. Oh, right, right, right. The, like, Pythagorean theorem where yeah. you're just, like, looking up and, like, figuring out the equation. Yeah, and she finally goes, 
That's what that song is about? Third dick joke in the scene. Oh my gosh. Well, not a dick joke. Women masturbate. Okay, yeah, yeah, maybe. Okay, but like this whole scene is like sexual. A lot of it. A yeah. lot of it. Uh, and poor Willa. She's so precious. She's. I, I can't say anything else. Like, this. Yeah, yeah. Um, that makes me feel like, though, when I was growing up, I was obsessed with the song Brick House by, I think it's the Commodores. Brick. Yeah. I heard it on the Scooby-Doo soundtrack. The live-action Scooby-Doo soundtrack starring Sarah Michelle Gellar. And um, I would go around singing it constantly. I loved it. And I clearly had no idea what the song was actually about. (laughs) Um, My other favorite song was Goodbye Earl. And I did know exactly what that song was about. Oh, that's my karaoke jam now. I love that song. We should do that. Ford Goes to the Bronze with Mm -hmm. Willow and Xander. They are playing pool. We get a, a little bit of music trivia here. The song that's playing while they're playing pool is called Lois on the Brink by the band Willoughby. Um, I have nothing else to say about it. Buffy arrives. Um, she sees Angel. Angel, they have a little interaction where she asks him what he did last night. Right, right. He lies to her. <laughs> um, tells her he stayed in and read. To and her face. Yeah, she's not all happy. So that's so when she, she introduces him to Ford. Right. They're playing like, pool. Xander's, like, not being very secretive. Mm-mm. What's the thing he keeps saying? So Ford sees Angel. He said he goes, did. oh, he's older. And Xander goes, you're not wrong. Yeah, yeah. And, and then, then it's the same thing later. Yeah, when he shakes hands with Angel, he's like, cold hands. And he goes, you're not wrong. So I want to bring up your prediction from last week. Which was... So your prediction was that this episode would have something to do with infidelity. Ooh. Um, and you were not... <laughs> you weren't right. Um, You're not wrong. But, but you weren't... Yeah, you really weren't completely off base. I think while there wasn't any real it, infidelity going on... But that's on, there was, what was suspected. Yeah. Uh, yeah, it was definitely... Um, you know, yeah, none of that was actually happening, but there was definitely this undercurrent. Puffy was feeling um, like she couldn't trust Angel, mm-hmm. and she kind of uses Ford to kind of make him jealous. Mm-hmm. Um, She's like, "Let's go outside." I don't know what she says. Yeah, she basically is just like, "Let's go," like, and just to Ford, she doesn't take Willow or Xander. It's, right. It is that is a power move to make him jealous. What? What were Willow and Xander? saying throughout that scene do you remember i don't remember <laughs> i thought it was funny um i do know that at some point in this episode it was actually earlier but i forgot to mention it xander is wearing a uh these green plaid pants that i should have oh, okay that i love i feel like both of them i remember what i want to say had like notable mention outfits yeah they were like not bad not great but, but like, like kind of cool 90s like yeah they thought that was cool yeah yeah uh, willow in the bronze is wearing like a it's this like pattern and yeah. it looks like little like mouse faces or something or like kabuki i don't know so there is one outfit that i actually i meant to mention earlier it's it's an extras outfit it's a what it, it, an extra oh. is wearing it and um buffy and giles are walking the hall and talking and there's a student behind them she is wearing a denim jacket with no sleeves right. and a yellow pattern skirt. Okay. And I just, I, I looked at her Live and I was like, it. damn. Yeah. And it looked kind of like something, because you know a lot of 90s fashion is kind of 
mm-hmm. coming back into fashion, and it really did look like something that you might see someone wear today. Right, right. Um, so anyway, outside of the bronze, they're walking, and Buffy hears a scuffle, which she correctly... I didn't ever catch that she heard something. It is very soft. The The sound editing in that moment could have been better. Like, you, it's there. I'm like, Buffy... It, like, I couldn't tell if she was just trying to get away from him and was, like, using him to get out, or, like, was actually going to... Uh, an emergency. Yeah, it's it is there, but it, it it I think the volume on the scuffle could have come up just a little bit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But she makes up a lie about she forgot her purse, sends him back. She goes to stop the vampire. We get I think in this moment a really obvious stunt double. You can tell because her hair is longer. Yeah, it's um, yeah. I wanna I wanna say something about the stunt. It's also got like double. a different. Color. It's a hair. yeah. The shade. It's a different cut. It's a different color. It's just not, not the same. Exact. Um, the stunt double, Buffy stunt double. At this point in the series, she has a different one uh, in the later seasons. But at this point, her stunt double is also the stunt double for the Pink Ranger. Heck yeah, nineties yeah. Power um, Rangers power up. <laughs> morphin time what you can't see on the podcast is that i was doing all of the corresponding hand motions for those moments it's really good you know who's your favorite ranger uh tommy duh i was always really <laughs> your favorite i was always very partial to tommy and kimberly of course you but were. i also really like trini okay the yellow ranger yeah um i've actually been watching a lot of power rangers on netflix recently i need to do that um so um, he, but Ford does not go into back into the bronze. He follows Buffy, right, right, right. sees her stake the vampire. She makes up the dumbest fucking lie about what a cat. Right, right. And this is not shocking. I think we've seen over and over and over and over again that Buffy sucks at lying. Right. She she is not good at coming up with a with a lie on the spot. Mm-hmm. Um. But this is when he reveals to her that he knows she's the Slayer. She figured it. He figured it out at some point while, um, while while they were in high school in LA together. Yeah. Um, and that's where the scene ends. Yet, pretty much immediately, we learn mm. or our suspicions are confirmed that something's up with Ford. He goes to an underground club. Um, which is called the Sunset Club. The Sunset Club. Um, which, what time is that that we learn? Uh, like 6.20-something. 6.27. Um, which I would... Yeah, I think you're right. I would be interested in looking that up to see if in California, Southern California, <laughs> at, at the time of it's this like episode aired, if middle that's of the day. Sunset would have been. I think that seems right. It'd be, yeah, it'd be early close. November, because the last episode was Halloween. Halloween. So... 6.30 seems reasonable yeah. for, for Sunset. Um, they, he goes into the club. We've got a lot of people wearing um, outfits that are uh, very vampiric, but also very kind of like stereotypical. stereotypical. Yeah, yeah. Um, so we've got... Uh, like Count Chocula looking motherfuckers. Yes. His, his real name is... Uh, Marvin, but he wants to be called Diego. Okay, yeah, it's and Diego now. He is wearing. But props to um, what's the uh, new guy's name? Uh, Ford. 
Ford. Props to Ford. He calls him Diego for the rest of the episode. Does. So like, that's my unintentional gay moment. I didn't I, get that until just now. I like that. Yeah, you're welcome. See, even, even evil Ford can, can be like res- accepting and like, things. yeah. Um, the 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 girl that they're with, her name is Chanterelle, <laughs> which is a mushroom. Chanterelle. I like that. Uh, that's really good. A type of mushroom. But it's also like a very whimsical, like mystical fairy name. Yeah. It it sounds like a it sounds fake. It so sounds like say, a lore kind of name. Yeah. It yeah. sounds fake. It sounds like a name she picked. But it sounds like everybody did. But didn't know that maybe it was a mushroom. She thought it sounded cool. I will say What I are think, all the vampires' names in this scene? Do we know all of them? Um the I get the the vampires the club. The in the club. Uh, we just know the three of them: Ford, Diego, and, and Chanterelle. Chanterelle. Everyone else is is just an extra. I think it's two syllables: Chanterelle. No, it's Chanterelle. Really? It is. Okay. Um, Learn something every day. <laughs> she, I just want to say for Chanterelle, I love her outfits that she wears. Oh yeah, no, they, like as stupid as Diego looks in his shiny fucking cape. No, oh, yeah, like she's the she, hot one. Yes, she's got these plunging necklines, these tight dresses that look choker. choker. Oh, and the choker is what yeah. brings it together for me. And her makeup is fucking perfect. Yeah, like, which well, that's why it's so confusing with what's his face. Yeah, it's like he must have pissed that makeup artist <laughs> off a day. <laughs> they were like, they went over while they were doing her makeup, so they were like, ah, oh, fuck it, just uh, splash some paint on him. And yeah. <laughs> I think um, I'm gonna stick to what I said. I think he had a sunburn, and they were like, "Fuck, we gotta cover this up." Yeah, it it looks unnatural. <laughs> yeah, yeah, uh, he looks a little pink on the outside. The music in this scene is a, a band called Sisters of Mercy, and Never this Land. is the one. Yes, that I was like, mm. "This is like some industrial, like garage, like." Yeah, it is exactly the music you would be expecting to hear in this place. It's very, it it's very goth. It's very like era appropriate so i want to i want to take a break from our story real quick because i hear something what's that i think that's the gaydar oh yeah it's like a like a little sonar yeah okay so this is my gate this scene has my gauge and i've actually already said it right right diego's cape so gay it is so oh yeah gay. and they make fun of it yeah it is it's it's shiny and it covered in sequins ridiculous Emphasis on dick. Yeah. Like, mm. Mm. what is your gauge in it? Well, um, let's see. Mine is a little more like abstract, I guess. Mm-hmm. Um, it's how basically Buffy gets outed to to oh. uh, Ford. Ford. Ford outs her, and I, I did. I, that was really a triggering moment. I was huh. just like, ugh. Like that—that that is interesting. We have talked. Just our, like how he said it to her, he was like, "I know." Yeah. Like, like talking like he already knew. I was like, "Oh, uh, uh, let's not in." A, let's yeah. talk about this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I really, I, I had not even thought of that, and I think that is because we talked before about how you can very easily, I think, read some queer theory into. Buffy is the Slayer. Yeah, but replace Slayer with lesbian. And right, right, sticking right. with pegging. Okay. <laughs> well, 
I just how 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 he was talking like he already knew. Yeah. And it was just like, I think I've known so many people like that mm-hmm. who who were ready to, you know, I, jump the gun. I posted something on, um, on Facebook for National Coming Out Day. I don't, did you yeah. see it about, um, it was about how, how to, for people who might have someone come out to them how to react to it. Yeah, yeah. And one of the things I put in there was do not say I've always known or, you know, I know. It is it is the sort of thing that that non-queer people and actually I would I would say some queer people think is mm. the right thing to say. It puts the person at ease. But and this is of course, I just want to preface this. This is my perspective. Yeah. Other people might have a totally different read on this. But for me that because I had people when I came out who said, oh, I know. It's like the... Being in the closet is so... Fuck you so, too. <laughs> yeah. Being in the closet is so stressful. It is yeah. so scary. And coming out is so scary. Yeah. And you are constantly anxious and constantly depressed, honestly. And to basically have... Feel that way for such a long time and to have someone essentially say, even though they don't mean to, it, you never had to feel that way. Yeah. Is... It's disheartening. To me, maybe they did. It diminishes. Yeah. Maybe they did always know, but fucking keep it to yourself. Like, maybe in five years when the person is really comfortable and out, you can be like, oh, by the way, I did know. But, like, in that coming out moment, it is not a helpful thing to say, I think. Um, Especially if it's kind of traumatic in this instance. He walks in on Buffy. If we're just going full into this metaphor, yeah, yeah. He he walks in on her Go for in it. this moment of metaphor of a queerness, and you know she lies to him. Mm-hmm. She, you know, in this situation, obviously, he has to be like, I know, but in real life, just respect the fucking lie. The person's not ready. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So I'm I'm so glad you said that. Like, I'm kind of surprised you didn't say that. I am too. It's so obvious. Like now that like you've said it, it is. It's blindingly obvious, especially since I'm the one who's usually like she's in the closet. I think that's why I was kind of upset by this episode. Yeah. Like I was not in a good mood the first time I saw this. I was. mm. Yeah. That's. So interesting. Like, it was really triggering. Huh. I hated it. <laughs> <laughs> I yeah, I've never looked at this episode from that perspective. I am I'm glad you said that. Like yeah. that is something new to think about. Um that's why I like this show so much. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks. <laughs> um so shall we do game? <laughs> Proceed. <again>? Yeah. <laughs> something more lighthearted. You've already mentioned something that kind of segues into my gay folk cab. You already mentioned, um, what's his name, Diego? Mm -hmm. Diego's uh, shiny sequence cape. And that is actually one of our folk cab words. A shiny sequence cape? A shiny sequence gown. Okay. But um, sequence, specifically, um, there's a moment in, I think, I'm trying to think if it's... I think it's All Stars 2, maybe? All-Star- I forget which season. 
of Drag Race it is. I just watched this recently, so since we <laughs> since we last met. Um, and Roxy Andrews, it might have been in her initial season. I forget. But she is getting critiqued for her dress with sequence, I think. Oh, no, she's written a lyric in the singing challenge. That's what it was. Okay. They had to write lyrics about something and sing it live for, like, a music video. And they were, like, in the recording studio. Like, that was the music video. And her her lyric for her verse talked about a shiny sequins gown. Which, the way she said it, it was just, like, she and the uh, music director were, like, going back and forth, like... Do you mean a shiny sequin gown? <laughs> and she was like, no, it's like shiny sequins gown. And they had to like break down the word like syllable like sequin one. One sequin. Sequins. Two sequins. Many sequins. A shiny sequin sequined gown. <laughs> <laughs> and break that all down and so it just doesn't sound good like to but the now ears, it's like, like but now it's like part of her brand like shiny sequence okay um is that part of diego's brand as well i don't know but like <laughs> that was my um shiny sequence gown that was like my my vocab i guess like a shiny sequence gown if you see like a dress with sequins on it it's just kind of mispronouncing what you would normally say. Yeah. How you would normally describe it. Fun. Yeah. Thank you for that, Yeah. You're welcome. And your gay agenda. This is a good week for gayness. Yeah, this is a gayer I, episode than you thought. It really was, because I was like, before, listeners, before we started, I was like, I don't know what I'm going to fucking do for gay vocab. I'm going to do this shiny cape. And T- Tyler was like, seriously? Like, <laughs> I was like, yeah, it wasn't a very gay episode. I was like, okay, we'll talk to you later. <laughs> I'm glad you didn't tell me beforehand. I'm glad this is was... a spoiler-free podcast, bitch. <laughs> I'm glad that was fresh. Um, okay. All right, so we find out, uh, just getting back into the episode, yeah. we don't find out anything specifically, but it is clear that... Um, Ford is up to something unscrupulous. Oh, right. Um, so Angel suspects. Yeah, where the fuck are we in the plot? Um, Angel goes to Willow's house. Oh, right. Okay. Couple things. 90s moment. The mobile on her ceiling. Right? What the fuck even is that? Um, also, she's not wearing pants in this scene. Mm-mm. I would go imagined. Willow. She's in like her like night shirt, yeah. right? Like it's like I an old baseball. Shorts. Maybe like, it's probably not panties. Sorry. I don't know. Like her Maybe. bra was on the thing, and she had to hide it. That is one of my favorite moments in the episode. But she invites him in. Um, she also what's the has bit? giant bunny slippers. Ooh, okay. I just I, that's I all that. I have to say about that. It's, yeah, they're so cute. So cute. Um, um and I bet they're really comfy. Mm-hmm. Uh, I was thinking as I was watching, I was like, I need to get me some of those. Oh my god. Uh, what? Have you ever had slippers like that? Yes. What? Okay, so growing up, uh, and, and I, there's a bit of a story. You here can tell a lot about a person by their pair, of, their first pair of uh, character slippers. I because I I had I had an injury based. So on I remember that. mine. Oh. Yes. So we my whole family had them. We all we they were either. 
um, monster feet slippers okay. or bare feet slippers. Okay. And I had the monster feet, so they were of big course. and blue fur and had claws. Did anyone else have monster feet slippers or did the rest of your family have bare feet slippers? I think slippers? my brothers and I all had the monsters. And okay. I think my mom and stepdad had the bears. Okay. Um, but I was Because that's kind of how I pictured it going down. That's fair. <laughs> that, makes, that is... <laughs> that tracks! Um, I was running down the st- stairs in our basement. And you've been to my parents' house, right? Maybe. I think, yeah, you were there when uh, for, for our like rehearsal dinner the, the night before our wedding. I was really drunk at that. Well, that's fair. But you were there. But there's like, they've got like um, a basement and stairs, and the stairs are kind of slick. Yeah. And I was running down them, and listeners, I have size 13 feet. <laughs> uh, they don't fit on steps. Steps. <laughs> uh, pl- and then on top of that, I was wearing these giant fucking slippers. I was <laughs> running down the stairs, and just my feet came out from under me, and I fell <laughs> backwards. Mm. Like onto the, like hit my spine on Oof. the steps. Fucking hurt, and I was like, I have to go to the hospital. I didn't have to go to the hospital. Yes. I was totally fine, but <laughs> I was like sobbing. I was, I was, I, it hurt so badly. But so yes, I did. Angel asks Willow to look something up on the net, on and the she net. says something that I think I'm gonna make into a meme. Do it, do it, do it. Um, and it's uh, when she says. That's me. I'm your net girl, or something like that. I think she's I'm the net. Girl. I'm the net girl, and I was like, "What is that? Even? Like, how dated can we get?" So dated. To to calling the, the, the internet net. the net or the web or the web. Oh my gosh! That what 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 a but we did That's what a timestamp we did. That's yeah, how we that was a thing. And it was like cool. We Do we still say that? I don't. What do you call it? Online. Yeah, go online. Or, or the internet. The internet, right. yeah. Which is actually ironic that like we say the full word where that's totally not the thing nowadays. Is yeah, it's know. less ambiguous. Yeah. It doesn't have like two meanings. I think that confused old people. Net web. <laughs> Wait, I'm gonna catch something. I I just finished dusting in the computer room. <laughs> that dread machine. Um, to quote Giles. <laughs> um, so yes, Angel is suspicious of Ford and okay. asks Willow to, to look him up on the net. Okay. And Willow, I, I like this, that she immediately is like, I'll do it just in case. But she's like, but I think maybe you're jealous. <laughs> and if I can't find anything, you should let this go. And to Angel's credit, see, this is where Angel... He doesn't turn into a vampire in this moment? <laughs> yeah. No, that he... was pretty ballsy of her. He, it was... And he agrees with her. He is, like, if if she had had that conversation with Xander, he would have said something shitty. Yeah, he would have been like, fuck you. Yeah. Backhanded her. Um, okay, I think that, I don't think Xander would have done that. But We can't condone this kind of behavior. Uh, but I do, I do think he would have said something sarcastic and kind of mean. And Angel is really mature, and he's just like, you're right. Like, but just in case, will you check? And Willow immediately is like, yeah, I'll do it. And then she's like, oh, I found something suspicious. He's not enrolled in her school <laughs> like he said he was. Right, right, right. Um, so the next day, um, Will Ford and Buffy go into the school. They run into Willow. Willow is... Mm. She's like, hi, guys. How are you? She can't uh, hold a secret even worse than Buffy. Oh, my gosh. Buffy's bad at lying. 
Willow just, if she knows a secret, she is spastic. And Willow's like, did you have coffee? We talked about this. And Willow goes, ha! It makes me jittery! <laughs> this is where they kind of differ and where I kind of like, I don't know, I just, I don't know, some kind of critique of the episode, right? Okay. Like, uh, neither of them can like hide a secret, but yeah their reaction to like that kind of thing is totally different. I think Buffy like she actually is like like at ease by by him yes saying that and it's just like that's uh, she does feel more comfortable. Willow's reaction is more legitimate. Yeah. She feels comfortable. She's like what are you talking about? <laughs> yeah, with him knowing it's a weight lifted off of her shoulders. And I would say Buffy's bad at lying in the moment, but I think long, like if she is planning it, she's good. Yeah, at and maybe things. that can be one of my guesses is that like maybe she is lying, and that's gonna like she's not gonna be okay with that later on. I don't know. Yeah. Um, but I do think having her secret known is, is now this whole vampire her. club knows. Hold yeah. up, all those people got away. That's true. Okay, that's that. I screw whatever the fuck I was saying like five <laughs> seconds ago. My news. This is my put this on the record. Okay, I'm putting it on the record. I don't have that to whole club. Are. No, they're coming back. That's okay. that's a recurring thing. Okay, all right. I put it with. I don't have to put it on the record. You just did. Yeah, yeah you're welcome. Um, <laughs> thank you. Erase uh, my past comments from the record. <laughs> um. So. Buffy informs Giles that Ford knows her secret. He also right. gives uh, Giles gives Buffy the number to Miss Calendar's beeper thingy. Beeper thingy. <laughs> Has Buffy said her 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 catch mark her catch hallmark phrase catch her catch phrase? There we go. <laughs> um, which one? Uh, if the world ends, beat me. Or oh, whatever. if the apocalypse comes, beat me. Yeah. Yes, that's actually in the very first episode. Oh, okay. See, has she said it since? I don't think so. That's Does really... she ever say it again? No. This look. This look. It's not really a catchphrase. It's just an iconic line. <sighs> What's her catchphrase then? Her catchphrase is. Okay. She just has a. She just has a lot of quips. Of course. She doesn't have one standard. Um, so, God damn it. Should be like, and that's how you slay. <laughs> <laughs> Every time she stakes a vampire, and that's how you slay that. <laughs> um, that gets so old. <laughs> that's going to be on the sitcom version. Oh my gosh, totally. Well, there wasn't a very, there was a very briefly, mm. it didn't. I think it was only a pilot that they made, an animated like TV series. Oh my goodness! I don't think they made more than one episode. Well, like I said, like we talked about with uh, uh, Chelsea, there's a the children's book. The little the book, yeah. yeah. It, well, it's that the I think the Did, animated version has. Speaking that style. of which, this past episode yes. or this uh, this week's episode that we were letting uh, out is Halloween. Next, yeah, it'll come out. To, the we are recording this the day before that episode drops. Oh, totally. So, uh, what? Oh. Shelby's 
daughter Julia. This is Shelby Luke who guest starred on our Prophecy Girl episode. Their Halloween is a Buffy and a vampire cosplay. It might be a specific vampire. We should probably ask her. So cute. Um, but uh, yeah, no, the little little Julia is Buffy, and they did a little photo shoot, mm-hmm. and she's got like she stakes her, and then like the vampire's like sneaking up on her, and yeah. she's like. It's adorable really, it's really and like I don't know like four or five she, she's adorable well isn't it the it's the the season one finale look right it's the white dress black leather jacket and cross yeah, yeah 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 it's when you said that to me I was like I didn't respond because I, I'm terrible at responding to things but I was like oh my god it's that is so fucking cute I loved it that night Buffy and Ford are walking mm-hmm. around campus and they come across two vampires he's um, like could that be more vampires could that be? Like, there's really no inclination that those people running are vampires. <laughs> right. Um, but this is where I was like, well, that just looks like... Uh, that that, that looks like Draco her. Malfoy's dad. You, yeah, you were like, and you couldn't remember his name. And I was like, oh, it's Lucius. And then later in the episode, we find out that one of his Spike's other lackeys' name... That you never is, really see. Yeah, is Lucius. Um, so, like, it just kind of, like vindicated me calling her that yeah, every time was, he was like Lucius it was a Lucius weird every time he said it I looked at you I was like that yeah. bleach blonde hair oh my gosh so Buffy goes off to fight another vampire she's the hot vampire she's kind of hot even, even when she's in vamp face the whole time I'm like kind of hot <laughs> yeah no like they, they made she was sexy um she the sexiest vampire so far uh, aside I, from I was about to say I disagree Angel is right there with his nipples. I guess. I also think Drusilla is really hot in like a weird, pale, waif way. <laughs> I don't know what that word means, but we're going like, to wait, It's like a, like a real frail woman. <laughs> oh, okay. I guess that doesn't sound very like... <laughs> oh. Um, so... Ford confronts the vampire and he tells her basically like, you're going to tell me what I want to know. Buffy stakes her vampire, and when she comes back, Ford's alone, and he's like, I staked the vampire. I, um, I killed it. And I think this is our first really serious indication that something's, like, seriously mm-hmm. wrong. I think we've had hints, but this is, I think, to me, the moment where it's like, okay, he's, a, he's up to something. Mm-hmm. While this is going on, Sandra Willow and Angel are infiltrating the Sunset Club. Right, okay. Um, and we get another piece of music that, once again, it just fits that same grunge industrial sound. Yeah. It is, the band is Creeping Jesus, and the song is Reptile. Okay. Um, basically... Yeah, industrial, that's the word I would yeah. use. Angel pegs them. No. Angel clocks them. Okay. Right away, is that right? Yeah. Yeah, I mean... There's no read in it. He's just, like, mean. You know what I mean? Like... Well, I was saying he, like, realizes what they are. Yeah. Pretty much immediately. That they're these vampire wannabes. Yeah. He, he recognizes. You're right. Uh, I think I was using a different version of clocking. Yeah. No, you're not wrong, but... You're not wrong. Yeah, you're not wrong. But 
usually there's like a read involved. So if he was like, okay. if he was like, if you were real vampires, then blah, 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 blah. Why would I talk to this girl who thinks a mushroom is a good name to have? Yeah, exactly. Like if he had actually like said anything other than like, what did he say to her? He said, and he just calls her like he calls her a fool. Yeah, yeah, it's just something very direct. Like he, there's, there's, there's no jest. than your own can be valid. Well, and that's what I was like trying to say earlier. I guess I agree. In real life, I will say in this instance, we do have to be like, no, they're all going to be killed. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. <laughs> like totally. Um, but I guess like that kind of applied elsewhere. That's why I was like hesitant to just be like yeah these weird vampire losers are pretending <laughs> like i wasn't gonna say that i think they're that's a good thing to bring up though i i try to be very respectful of other people's viewpoints i yeah. really do but i do think you do there are points where you have to draw a line you have to say like it doesn't matter if that's your opinion your opinion is harmful to other people and therefore mm. not okay Again, yeah, yeah, yeah. i'm not change. i'm not disagreeing that you're it's an opinion i'm just disagreeing that it's an opinion worth having. And mm. uh, and I'm going to... I'm not going to stop you from having that opinion, but I'm going to do everything I can to stop you from harming people with that opinion. Mm. So, that feels very topical right now. Oh. <laughs> um, so, Xander... or uh, Angel basically tells them, like, this is... These people, they revere vampires. They don't realize that most vampires, present company excluded are soulless monsters. But there's that cool bit where... It's so... Are you talking about He's the like, shirt? they don't even know what they look like. And then... How it, they act. How, how they, they dress. <laughs> it's so funny. The guy comes down the stairs wearing almost... An, an outfit almost identical to Angel's. And and they just each give each other a once-over. Um, yeah. It's... <clears throat> I just... I love it. It makes me happy. <clears throat> um... So back at the library, Buffy has called Giles, uh, interrupted his date with Jenny, which he um, not so subtly is like, fucking thank you for putting it into that shit. Right. Because, Tyler, where did Jenny take Giles? To the fucking monster truck rally. First of all. That should have been my gay addendum. <laughs> monster truck rally? That was... Uh... Supposed to be my first date, and I bailed on it. I think you made the right choice. I had to go to a church function. Or How? something. Uh, so when was this? How old were you? I don't know. I was, like, too young to actually, like, coordinate any of that. It was just, like, some made-up shit. But I remember, like, I was supposed to go to a monster truck rally with some middle schooler, and, like, that fell through. Oh, so you were, like, in... Okay, so you, this you yeah, were, like uh, we had like phone numbers and shit. We would call each other. So, so I'm gonna ask you a question, and if you don't answer it, I can cut this part out. What? Was this with a boy or a girl? A girl. Okay. It was a this this stupid. It lasted like a week and a half. That's hilarious. I had a I had a girlfriend in middle school. Or no, actually, we were freshmen in high school, and um, she's a lesbian. <laughs> <laughs> I, there's no purpose to this bit, I think, other than to just be funny. Yeah. But, like, they went to monster trucks. I, I, I'm I, almost disappointed we didn't get to see Giles. In a monster truck rally. a monster truck rally. Yeah, yeah. Like, like, 
obviously that would have been so much money to spend on what is essentially like a three second gag but mm. and this payoff of the reveal after the whole episode of where she took him right works but oh gosh she mm. sees the picture of drusilla right and she's like who's that yeah, and uh, he's, he does tell her that it's one of spike's old flames well because they're researching Kermit. spike yeah, they're researching Spike. So and that's why he knows that she's associated with Spike. Right. And he... He um, doesn't know that they're associated... With, she's associated with Angel at this point. I don't think... I mean... Spike they, is the one who reveals that later to Drusilla in a separate yeah. scene. Yeah. Well, we, we knew that Spike and Angel knew each other in But not art, why. But not why. Right. So this is... Yeah. Th- we just get a lot more clarification on that. But um, Giles believes Drusilla has been killed by a mob in Prague. A mob in Prague, not a mob in a Prague. A mob. A mob in Prague. The rain <laughs> in Spain falls mainly on the mob in Prague. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, and presumably that she is sells why she's weak. Seashells <laughs> by the seashore. Um, Buffy reveals though she's like I know this woman is alive I saw her with Angel so everyone at this point is now kind of suspicious of Angel um, that is when Lucius Malfoy the vampire <laughs> breaks into the library steals one of Giles's books and flees and but this is where Buffy's like that's the vampire that Ford said he killed right so, and so she pieces it together but she has a suspicion yeah, she's at un- this point. she's uneasy about about what happened earlier. She's already on edge just because like she already saw Angel mm-hmm. being disingenuous, so she's just like kind of in a mood, I guess. So I think that's a good place to bring in our theme that I think is really clear in this episode is all about trust, yeah, and all about lies, mm-hmm. and um. And Buffy, this whole episode, is worried. Who can she trust? Is mm. Can she trust Angel? She does trust Ford at first, and that backfires on her. And she even has these little moments where she finds out that Willow had lied to her about helping Angel. And it's not a big moment, but I think you get this feeling that she feels she feels a little betrayed by, yeah. by Willow doing that. Um, so... Who that, can she trust? Exactly. Um, Spike and Drusilla are discussing Drusilla's dead bird. And she's like, again, kind of talking like it's a doll in yeah, verse. It's very, like... Um, very childlike. She, yeah. yeah, she... The way... I love how Juliette Landau plays this character. She, She's so weird. Like, she is creepy. But we learn later why. Yes. Um, so let's put a pin on that because I'm gonna have some unpack that later. Um, Ford shows up, right? Um, he we find out that he wants Spike to turn him into a vampire, Mm -hmm. and in return, he will give Spike Buffy. Um, so I mean, that's pretty much it. He does the whole bit where he's like, Give me 30 seconds, he's trying to be all cocky, yeah. And we see that later too. He, He has this whole thing. Where and Buffy, he has this like death wish. Yes, like and he plays it up like it's all a movie, and he's the bad guy. 
And I think... Okay, no, I didn't see that until just now, whenever you you said the movie, and I was like, oh, no, you're totally right. Because yeah. he was, like, pantomiming the... Uh, he was, like, you know, lip-syncing the... Yes. The, the vampire dialogue in the club. Yeah. Yeah, he, yeah, yeah. And Buffy even says that, like, I think he... She... She posits, and I think I agree with that. That should have been my gay agenda, the lip sync. (laughs) Um, She posits that he does it to make himself feel better about what he's doing. That he he does feel some guilt about what he's doing. So he plays this, like, in his mind, this is a story, and I'm the bad guy, and I'm just playing my role. Mm -hmm. So that he doesn't have to feel too guilty. They describe that later. Yeah, that's what Buffy, how Buffy basically describes that. And I think it's a good, a good, um, uh, a good call on her behalf. It's, right, right, right. It's how he talks. He pl- he he plays up this idea that he's a supervillain. Mm-hmm. Also, he's lied like three times at this point. Oh my gosh! Yeah, like I I, I lost count. He <laughs> yeah. after three. This episode is like don't play the like take a drink every time someone lies episode because <laughs> you're gonna die. Um, so that night. Um, Angel goes to Buffy's house. Um, he tells her about the what they learned with Ford's uh, at the Sunset Club, and that's when she asks him about Drusilla. Right. And this is the moment where we get we have heard about Angel's past before, but a this is bit. the first time we've got he has daddy issues. Yeah, that's all I got. The first time we've gotten specifics okay we've heard that he was the worst of the worst but yeah. this is the first time we learn and what we learned that he did Jujusilla and that he was bad before he was good yeah he um, he had such guilt he drove her insane he killed everyone she loved and like knew and loved he, he tortured her he drove her insane she fled to a convent and on the day she was gonna take her holy orders she he killed her and turned her into a vampire. Mm. It's so fucked up. Yeah. Like I, I and we talked about that earlier. I think that's why he doesn't kill her when he gets the chance. To to him, who even says, Drusilla is out of all the evil things he did. He said he was past, obsessed with her. He was yeah, he was obsessed with her, and it was out of all the evil things he did in his past. It was the worst thing that he did. That is what he considers the most evil act he committed. Um, And we know, like, it's it's dark. It's really fucking dark. Like, it adds a whole nother layer to... A whole nother... How do you spell that? Uh, It adds a whole nother layer to... Why he didn't kill her when he had the chance. Yeah. Because, like... He knows she's fucked up. Yeah. And, like, can't really do anything. Yeah. It's it's dark. It's a lot to deal with. And Buffy... It adds a whole layer to, like, her being weak and Mm -hmm. her being, like, kind of incapable. Yeah. Um, Although I will say the weakness, like, her physical strength being sapped away, that is a recent thing. Okay. Because Spike mentioned in an earlier episode they came to Sunnydale to make her strong again. Okay. So I think the implication is that whatever the mob did to her... The mob? In Prague. Right. The, the rain in Spain. Um, that's what has made her weak. But she's always been crazy. Okay. Um, I will say, I don't think there's ever any, like, confirmation of that. I think that that's just how, what I've always interpreted yeah, it as being. I buy it. 
So Buffy asks Angel or Angel. <laughs> I buy it. <laughs> I rent it. Angel um, asks Buffy, "Do you love me?" She right. says, "I love you." Right, I which don't was like, know "If I can trust like, you." Aw. And then, oh, yeah, it's, and he says, "Maybe you shouldn't do either." And she's like, "Maybe you shouldn't tell me how to fucking feel, Angel." <laughs> um, but it's yeah, it's it's a lot of stuff, and I can totally see why Buffy. I mean, she just learned that her boyfriend. I mean, she knew he did evil things, but this is the first, it's for the first time for the audience, but also the first time for Buffy that she's mm. learning what that actually means mm. and the implications of that. Um, and yeah, they, they don't leave that conversation on a super positive note. Mm-hmm. Um, he just leaves. Well, yeah. How's that scene? Then? Yeah. He just, yeah, he leaves. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so the next day at school, we have this really interesting scene where Buffy and Ford, Buffy invites, or Ford invites Buffy to hang out that night. But she knows at this point. Exactly. And it's, I like the I was lady. like, whoop him. Just like, kill him now. And she can't kill him. He's a person. <laughs> well, and they have a backstory. Yeah. Well, and I love the way this scene That was kind filmed. of my other thing with Buffy through this whole episode. She has a lot of chances to kill Ford and she doesn't. But she's not going to. He's a human. But she threatens to at the end. I don't think she was going to follow through with that. I mean, I don't know. Buffy's like Batman. She don't kill humans. Ugh. Um, you would have, like, ended this episode a lot sooner than she did. <laughs> um, I like the way this scene is filmed, though. It is... It's brighter than every other scene in the episode. Which scene? Uh, the scene where they're talking in front of the school where he invites her to hang out that Yeah, night. it's like sunny day really sunny. And it's the first scene that's really... Like, you talked earlier about how there's so much shadows in this episode. Yeah, and like in, the makeup's weird and yeah, it just kind of compounds. But in this scene, I think it's on purpose. It, there's been a lot of shadows because there's been a lot of lies and uncertainty. And in this scene, she knows what's going on. The truth is out. And, Ooh, symbolism. Mm-hmm. Okay. Super, super sunny. It's shadows because it's lies. And then this is the truth. So it's light. I like it. Yeah. And then this camera is also just like really intensely circling them. It's just. It's orbiting, if you will. It's filmed in a way that is just really different than the rest of the episode. It's just. It's Mm -hmm. interesting. Um, Okay. But. um, Didn't catch that. Will on the rewind. (laughs) So. That night, though, Buffy gets there early. Yeah. She shows up way before they were supposed to hang out. But Angel is, or or Ford basically is like, yeah, I figured you would. This is actually part of my plan. The doors get shut. Mm -hmm. They're locked in. The doors can only be unlocked from the, or opened from the outside. And, um, yeah, he fills her in. Like, they're going to turn me into a vampire. Buffy's like... And everyone else is going to be killed. Um, Buffy tries to explain to them that they're going to die. And they're all still on this. Um, There's some kind of cool lighting moments, but still dated. It's still a little dark. This episode has a lot of dark lighting. Whenever, like, they're upstairs in mm-hmm. the in the uh, club. Yeah. In, like, the, that balcony area. That balcony area. Yeah, the lighting, like, in the background is kind of cool. Yeah. Like, I, I see what they're going for, but it's just, like... Uh, yeah. yeah. 
Um, <clears throat> this is where we learn, though, what's going on with Ford. That he's dying. Right. He has... His brain's gonna liquefy. Yeah, he's got riddled with brain tumors. He's got maybe six months left. Mm-hmm. And I like how... And he won't look like himself. Yeah. I like how the episode handles this. Yeah. I It gives him a... A sympathetic moment. We we realize because he seemed really vain earlier. He was like, "While we all still look beautiful, yeah, you know, we are gonna do what every American should die do: die young and stay pretty." Yeah, right, right, right. And, but now we learn why he yeah. is dying, and like, he doesn't want to. And I like how Buffy Yeesh. says, "Like, she's like, he, I feel bad for you, right?" But he's like, "I have," and he has, he says, is "I this have." Where- no choice. And she says, you do have a choice. It's not, not a, a good, good choice. choice right. but you have a choice. And she's right. Like, I like how they handle this. It is, he, we can empathize with him, mm. but what he's doing is still, you know, those people don't deserve to die because he's dying. Mm. And it sucks. Like, it's shitty. And I, I, the episode doesn't shy away from the fact that it's, it's a bad situation. Mm. Um, but I just, I like how that moment's handled. This is when the vampires arrive. Right. And Bobby has a line that I think is so interesting. Mm -hmm. She says, and I don't know if you caught it. um, She says, um, this isn't the mothership. Yeah. Um, Do you know what that's a reference to? Uh, Like the Kool-Aid stuff? It's not the Kool-Aid. That's Jonestown, which is actually what I thought. I looked it up before because I was... I, I was worried I was conflating two separate ones, yeah. and I was. Um, Haley's so th- comment. It's yeah, it's the Heaven's Gate. It's like the UFO, the UFO cult. Okay. And they, it was the mass cult suicide because they believed that the 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 aliens were going to come and like take their spirits. And I am, it's much more complicated than that. I'm just wow. giving like the the cliff notes. Yeah. Um, but I think it's an interesting parallel that the episode makes. This cult parallel um, that is essentially mm-hmm. would have been a ritual suicide. They thought they, you know, they were allowing themselves to be killed because they thought that they were going to be reborn. Right. It's dark. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so, um, but anyway, so we get this this fight scene. Um, Puffy jumps clear off from the floor to the balcony which i mean as long as we have a couple i'm gonna again chime in here 90s effects while we have them yeah i'm gonna point them out because season two has had very few yeah um and that was cool she had this like crouching tiger hidden dragon moment yeah yeah well, we haven't seen her do anything like that since the first episode where she like jumps, jumps over, the, over gate. the gate yeah um, so because at first i was like buffy can't fucking do that and i was like well, she's she getting does. stronger um but she gets drusilla didn't she... we discuss this like what is her strength level we talked about it in income mummy girl right um with ben so this is evidence that maybe she's stronger yeah i would i would argue this so um and that she needed to get to Drusilla really quickly. Yeah. Um, but basically, she uses Drusilla as leverage. She tell she has the stake and to her heart. I said the same thing I said earlier. Should have killed her. Yeah. I don't disagree with you. Um, I my personal like fanon is that she killed her and ran because the, honestly, like, like everybody was out. Like, but Buffy was, wasn't yet. 
So I'm just saying I I'm gonna I'm gonna go with the explanation that Buffy needed that split second while he was distracted with Drusilla to to be able to get out of the door. Okay. Um, but the real reason is they need Drusilla alive for the story. Well, yeah. Um, but yeah, she everyone is able to escape with Buffy's help except for Ford. Mm-hmm. He's locked in with all the vampires. Um, she says we'll have to go back and find the body. Yeah, which is bleak. Um, and then we get a scene where um, all of Ford... the all of all of the club, and that's the only nomenclature I can come up with to call the people in the club. I don't know what to say. Vampires? No, that's not the right word. I don't know. What all you're the members to... of the club. Yeah, they got away. That's true. That's that's my cliffhanger. Okay. It's like they know too much. Buffy has to kill them all now. Now <laughs> all of that the club members know that vampires are actually real. It's true. If they didn't before. It's unclear what they're I mean Yeah, like they maybe, clearly believed in vampires maybe, but didn't have a good understanding of them. I mean, okay. Mm. Are there the Slayer is one thing, but I said something earlier about the vampire hunters. We, is that going to be something different? We do know that there are other forces of good fighting evil. Like, remember Sid the Dummy, who was a demon hunter in right. the season? So, um, the Slayer is a very specific, like, mystical entity. Yeah. Um, but there definitely are other people in the world okay. who hunt and fight the forces of darkness. Yeah, I guess that's kind of what I was yeah. like. Mm. So I'm going to, yes. <laughs> I, and I don't know that you would call them vampire hunters necessarily. But Well, no, but I guess like the, that, that was my guess earlier. And now I'm like, well, hold up. That's something like oh, the Slayer. What's it? Like I'm thinking like Van Helsing. Like, you know what I mean? Yeah. Um. So yes is the answer. There are definitely others in the world who, okay. who do that sort of thing. Um, so back in the club, Ford comes. He's been knocked out. He comes to. Um, Spike is pissed, mm-hmm. and he he's in van face the whole yeah, time. Yeah, he does not go back to his his human face, and he's like, I you know I fulfilled my part of the deal. I brought you the Slayer. You owe me. And Spike's like, You're right. I owe you. Um, so. The next day, Buffy comes back. Uh, we see that the door has been like, um, it's like. Well, all that's what I said bent. at the time. I was like, <laughs> I don't know, the way the the vibes Spike was given off was like, I'm still in Van Face, aren't I? Like, yeah. you're gonna fucking die. <laughs> um, I. Well, they leave him down there, right? So I think they specifically. If she says go back to the body. I just assume like. Yeah. He's gonna die, but I guess this is part of the lore that I'm misunderstanding. Like, you still have to, like, bury it? I'll be honest. That's really unclear. Okay. <laughs> um, but most of the time we do see the vampires are rising from graves. So I'm gonna say, yeah. Uh-huh. Um, but we... my There is the kind of the question of why does Spike turn him? I would assume that... Because they leave him there. Mm-hmm. So I think they knew Buffy was gonna be coming back. So they were like, okay, yeah, we're going to turn you into a vampire because we know you're going to immediately get a stake to the heart yeah. via Buffy. Um, they're ha- she and Giles are having a, a little... A I love moment. this scene. This scene at the end this of the episode. the namesake. Yeah. 
So, um, Buffy and Giles are waiting at mm. Ford's grave. Okay. Um, and they're talking. They're talking about life, and she says, um, "Buffy says, does it get easy?" Giles says, "What do you want me to say?" Says they've staked Ford, and Buffy says, "Lie to me." And Giles says, "Yes, it's terribly simple. The good guys are always stalwart and true. The bad guys are e- easily distinguished by their pointy horns or black hats, and we always defeat them and save the day. No one ever dies, and everybody lives happily ever after." I like that part, no one ever dies. What? I like that part, no one ever dies. Yeah. And then Buffy says, just closing out the episode, liar. Um, it's nice. I I like that the show is acknowledging, and Buffy is acknowledging, that it's complicated. Like, mm-hmm. what she just went through was, you know, the, the, this, the villain of this episode wasn't some supernatural force. It was a peer who was doing something evil because something horrible was happening to him. Mm-hmm. And Buffy's having a hard time reconciling that. And Giles basically just tells her like, yeah, or, you know, he doesn't, obviously everything he says is the opposite of that, but, yeah, yeah, yeah. um, he gets the point across, but yeah, I just, I like it. I think it's a nice moment for the two of them. So yeah. So let's lie to me. Yeah. Um, I have one bit of trivia. Okay. Um, that's general to the episode. Yeah. Uh, Jason bear, the actor who plays Ford, was um he became pretty famous after right after he was in this episode because he was a main character on the series Roswell, mm-hmm. um but he and Sarah Michelle Geller would later go to go on to co-star together mm-hmm. on the American remake of The Grudge, right? Um, so Wait, isn't The Grudge being remade by Sam Raimi? Yeah, I don't know if it's a remake or a sequel. I have I. I there, okay. Yeah, there's a new one. I just I'm, saw that. I'm inter- I, I was kind of like, research about I don't it. feel like that's something I would like, but it's Sam Raimi. Yeah, I love The Grudge. Um, uh, so, yeah, I we've, I don't I mean, think, I think we've covered almost everything. That what about, like, just characters? Um, General takeaways, characters? I I don't have a... I, I Cordy think, came in strong. Cordy she came made strong. it count. One scene wonder. Xander did not do anything terrible this week. Yeah. Um, except for having a happy. Which... This is a Giles and uh, Jenny Calendar episode. Yeah, they got a little date. Mm-hmm. Um, they didn't rally. do much, but it was cute. Um, she yeah. had her little read. Uh, yeah. I think. Yeah, I think this is a really strong Buffy and Angel episode. Mm-hmm. Um, we get some good Willow moments. Yeah. Yeah. So I think I, I feel like I said most of what I wanted to say along those lines. Um, Totally. I think I like this episode. I think I liked it a little more than you did. Um, <laughs> I think that's a fair assumption. I, um, uh, but I, I do like you pointing out that uh, that element of it that I hadn't I hadn't thought of. I've always really just I think enjoyed I that more on the second time. The um, I really like the moral ambiguity of it, and I love mm-hmm. that final speech with Giles. So I. I'm going to give this episode... Oh I forgot about this part. Um, I'm going to give it 3.5 out of 5 brain tumors. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm going to give it 2 out of 5 triggering reactions. Very nice. Um, so let me just make sure I didn't have anything else I wanted to say, but I think I've covered it. Um... That's about everything. Let's see.
All right, Tyler. So we need to do your predictions. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, do you have any general thoughts? Well, I said some of them. Yeah. Um, you think the Sunset Club is going to come back in some way? Yes. Okay. Um, they know too much. Um, and let's see. Yeah. Angel Drusilla, that's going to be weird. Mm-hmm. Um, so you're saying we're going to get more of all of that? That storyline, just, I, I had a lot of questions. Okay. I want to know more. Um, we haven't seen Joyce. In a little while, yeah. she was she's conveniently gone. not in the house when they were having that argument. Yeah, she's been like she's probably still doing belly shots off of people. Oh yeah, that the Halloween party's still going strong. Right. Um, we haven't seen her in a little while. Uh, we're seeing a little bit of like a budding romance from uh, Jenny Calendar and Giles. Mm-hmm. So that's probably going somewhere. Um, yeah, I, I think that's a safe assumption. Yeah. I think those are all very good, good pre- predictions. Yeah, so we'll the play next, it safe. Uh, the next episode is called The Dark Age. The Dark Age. Um, oh god, I don't know, maybe like ancient vampires, okay, or like, or like another flashback episode, okay, or like you kind of hinted at that about angel mm-hmm. um or like maybe um the dark ages maybe like a power outage oh. um i don't know i'm still kind of fixated on the the sunset club in fact like that's kind like i feel like they're gonna come back but that's our point of engagement if you are a vampire if you're a if you would have frequented the vamp the the uh, sunset club, let us know. What what's your preferred nomenclature? Like, how do we talk about this and not offend you? If you're a vampire or someone like the sunset club, let us know, because <laughs> I'm sure that that's a thing. All right. All right. Will you take us out, Tyler? Thank you for joining us on Booze and Buffy. We'll be back next week with The Dark Age. I'm Harrison. You can find me on Instagram at Harrison Alexander Kaufman, C-O-F-F-M-A-N, and on Twitter at Harrison Kaufman. I'm Tyler Dippold, and you can find me on all my social media at T-G Dippold. That's D-I-P-P-O-L-D. Uh, You can find us, Booze and Buffy, on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter at Booze and Buffy. And uh, please email us as well at boozeandbuffy at gmail.com. Cool. You can find us on YouTube where Harrison's going to release a short video with each episode called Spoiler Corner with Harrison. He's going to talk about all the things that he can't say to me on this podcast. Remember, we're spoiler free. So uh, don't forget to rate and subscribe and review us. Yeah. yeah. Also, each week we like to give a shout out to a worthy charity or nonprofit. This week we want to highlight the National Pediatric Cancer Foundation. The National Pediatric Cancer Foundation, or the NPCF, is a nonprofit organization dedicated to funding research to eliminate childhood cancer. Their focus is to fund research to fast track less toxic more targeted treatments by partnering with 24 leading hospitals nationwide. 
Visit nationalpcf.org for more information. And as always, go slay and be gay. gay. Bye.